Okay. Good morning, everybody. This is Barry Parker for Capital Link uh, Shipping. We have on here uh, with us today uh, Thanos Vedakis, who's the president, CEO, and CFO of Globus Maritime Limited, which trades on the NASDAQ capital market. Uh, the symbol is GLBS. Uh, Globus has five vessels, uh, four Supermax vessels and uh, one Panamax. Uh, so good morning, Thanos. Thank you for coming on. Good morning, Barry. Good morning, everyone, and thank you very much for having me. So we have we have a couple of questions. First, let me let me let me start a question about the uh, the dry bulk market. Uh, overall, we've seen a gradual improvement during 2017 and into uh, early this year, early 2018. Can you share with us uh, the experience that uh, Globus has had with the recent market trends? Yes. Uh, after a terrible 2016, the market started gradually. The market started gradually improving. 2017 Q1, Q2 was quite strong. Q3 was quite strong in 2017 as well. Uh, Q4 was also good for our sizes. Uh, not as strong as we were expecting seasonally, but it was uh, quite healthy. Uh, Coming into Q1 2018, the, the market, uh, there was some volatility, mainly uh, because of uh, the Chinese New Year Eve, uh, new buildings being delivered in Q1 usually, uh, a lot of new buildings, so there's a spike in supply in Q1, um, as well as some geopolitical factors. The, the market for supermaxes and panamaxes was overall healthy, uh, especially for the seasonally weak uh, first quarter. And we are hoping that as we go into Q2 and Q3 and so on, it, it will continue uh, an upward uh, trend. Okay. Uh, thank you. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the, the, the cargoes and the, uh, the the trading patterns, uh, because these are uh, the, these are smaller ships. You know, they're not they're not the big cape sizes that uh, mm -hmm. are exclusively involved in, uh, in in iron ore. You're involved in uh, Globus is involved in minor bulks. So there's a great deal of diversity, a lot, lot of different cargo types, and that's very important to point out to the investors. So uh, I wonder if you could talk about uh, some examples of the, this fleet versatility uh, in action, and then maybe talk about uh, some of the ships taking different types of cargoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, the beauty of um, Supermaxes primarily, and also Panamaxes, is that they can carry pretty much uh, everything that we see in our universe of uh, dry bulk in, uh, in our industry. So we, we see uh, all kinds of uh, ore cargoes, iron ore, uh, bauxite, alumina, uh, nickel ore. We see uh, finished products, uh, steel products, um, and as well as uh, grain products, uh, soybean, uh, coarse grains, and so on. And of course, uh, coal cargoes. Uh, so as I said, the beauty of um, the Supermaxes and the Panamaxes is, is that they can uh, accommodate all of these cargoes. So there's uh, a huge diversity on the, on, on the materials that you carry. And you can also uh, visit and service a lot of uh, ports around the globe. Uh, Supermaxes have cranes on board, which means that they can go into some more remote ports that don't have the crane infrastructure, so they can load by themselves. Um, let's say, uh, they can uh, visit ports with shallower waters. Uh, so there's a lot of versatility in the Supermaxes as well as, uh, uh, as the Panamaxes, both in terms of cargoes and in terms of um, the places and the ports that they can visit. 
Yeah, and I'd, I'd point out a further kind of diversity. The economic cycles, you, you, you get a little bit of uh, diversity that way. They don't, uh, you know, some of them are, uh, you know, really strong, and maybe the cycle for some other cargo might, might not be at, uh, at that time. So there's a lot, the lot of advantages to that. Us, it offers us, this versatility offers us a more stable um, economic year, let's say. Um, it, it's not as uh, connected, let's say, to the iron ore trade. Because sure, we, which, we can, uh, can... Which, which is highly volatile. Uh, let's let's talk about your fleet. Uh, your your fleet has an average age of uh, just under ten years. I think it's nine nine point eight years. So I'm curious uh, about your plans for uh, fleet expansion and fleet renewal. Um, some analysts have suggested that uh, the asset values are lagging the freight rates as the market turns upward. We talked about the. Market has gone up in uh, 2017 and into early 2018 for for the freight rates and the hires, but maybe not so much for the the asset values. Uh, so, if you agree with with that, does that present uh, buying opportunities for Globus? Uh, there are indeed uh, buying opportunities, especially as you as the market um, moves into a healthier balance. Um, I think the the important thing here is the asset, okay? Because it, it all it all depends where the asset is built um, and and when it, when it was built. It's not necessarily true that a a newer asset uh, brings better potential returns. Uh, there are uh, extraordinary performing ten-year-old uh, ships. There are very good performing fifteen-year-old ships, and of course, there are very very good new ships. Um, it depends on what your view is and and how you want to position yourself in the market. Uh, us here in Globus, we like ships up to 10 years old, um, and and we think that the, the sweet spot is around five to seven year old ships for our investments. Um, we we have some plans and some discussions internally on renewing part of the fleet. Uh, the primary target would be to renew part of it and then uh, expand further. Okay, so it's not necessarily uh, brand, brand new ships or ships that have just been delivered. It uh, you know might 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 be one which is a, a very good vessel, but it's a few years old. Exactly, and the economics might make much better sense uh, on the on the slightly older ship. Um, it also depends on on the quality and the operational uh, capacity and capability of the ship. Because you know, supermax from supermax can be very, very different, uh, both on performance uh, and operations, as well as uh, on the economics. Even though on paper they may seem very, very similar. Okay, let's. This lead. It's a nice segue into the uh, the, the next question that uh, that that I had here, which is uh, the chartering strategy. Uh, presently, uh, the vessels that you. Uh, you have they're all they're all trading spot like on trip time charters. So how do you uh, and and again this gets back to what we talked a few minutes ago about the uh, market going up and uh, you know, possibly going up some more. So how do you balance the spot employment uh, which which you're presently uh, in versus putting the vessels into period charters and that might be a charter of one year, two, or even three. Uh, if the freight market were to turn sharply upward, would you consider putting uh, some or all of your vessels in, into period time charters? Mm -hmm. 
We have been uh, involved in uh, period charters as well, uh, but we are mainly focusing on the spot market. Uh, the, the idea uh, is, based on, uh, on your question, if we would go into a longer period deal, if we saw um, some rates, period rates that were significantly above cash break-even uh, levels, we would commit part of the fleet to, um, to longer uh, charters. Uh, but, we like the, but we also like the volatility of the spot market. Uh, and uh, the, the different opportunities you may get based on seasonality and positioning. Um, and as I said, if the period market is very, very good, then we would uh, look at a mixture of spot and, uh, and longer-term exposure to the market. It's kind of a portfolio uh, approach, exactly. I guess. Exactly. Okay. Um, so I want to talk uh, just very briefly about the company's uh, finances. Uh, what efforts is Globus making to uh, improve the company's financial status? And a related uh, question, uh, up till a few years ago, Globus was paying a, a dividend, uh, but it's, it's not paying it now. And just any thoughts you had on reinstating that dividend? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, the number one uh, factor and the most important factor for the, in order to improve the financial status of uh, our company and in, in essence of any company would be the market to be healthy and uh, to continuously improve. Um, you know, the market would drive and could drive a very, um, a very big change, a uh, very big positive change to the company's financials. That being said, we're always um, looking uh, we're always on the lookout uh, for better financing deals, be that uh, with debt. Uh, we're always in discussions with our banks and with new banks and financial institutions to see what is out there and what um, would be better for us. And we're also uh, continuously in talks with uh, various investors to see what their interest is in the dry bulk industry as well as our, as our company. Um, if and uh, allows it and the conditions allow it, we would be very happy to reinstate the dividend. Okay. Uh, so I have a I, I have a final question to try to sum up everything uh, that we've we, we've talked about. Uh, it has to do with the the, the size of the, uh, the the company. So with five vessels, uh, Globus is clearly at the uh, the small end of the of, of the company size scale, you know, some of the the, mm -hmm. the companies in the business they they might have dozens, you know, forty or fifty vessels. Uh, so I wonder if you could uh, tell the investors who are who are listening, uh, and they might also be looking at larger entities with many more ships. Uh, what some of the advantages of a of, of a smaller company? And uh, I guess if I were writing an article, I would call it "Small is Beautiful." So I wonder if you could talk about that. The, the small is, is a beautiful thing. Indeed, exists um, mainly internally uh, because you, you know we have an open space here. We we talk. All the departments talk to each other uh, all day. We have constant communication. We know each other for many many years, and we've been working together. It's sort of uh, like a family. Um, keep in mind that the, our market is very very competitive and. Both big companies and small companies, smaller companies, medium companies, 
they pretty much see the same things in the market. Uh, I mean, when a charter comes uh, to find a vessel, uh, they will always try to get the smaller ship. Um, of course, there are relationships and so on and so forth, but they will not go and pay double the price because it's, um, it, it's a ship owned by a very big company. They will always try to get the, be the best deal. The market is very, very transparent. The information is very transparent, reported uh, daily. So most market participants and players know what is happening in the market, that Company A chartered this ship for this much and Company B chartered this ship for this much. Uh, and we, we do not see uh, from these reports any, uh, any significant discrepancy between what a, good com a, a big company uh, earns in terms of charters and what a small company earns in, term in terms of charters. Uh, relationships, of course, are always there, uh, but we, we see, uh, let's say, an equal treatment because of the nature and the competitiveness of the market. There so if you're the right, uh, you know, for any particular piece of business, uh, you know, if you're if, if you're the right ship, uh, even though you're 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 a five ship company, it's not gonna for the charterers, it's it's not gonna really matter. Uh, if you're a good operator, you know, has dozens of ships. If you're the right operator. ship at the right price, in the right yeah, position. Exactly. If you're a good operator and you have a proven record. Okay, and there's a business for uh, a certain ship. The the charter will go to the the ship that makes most uh, economic sense, uh, assuming that both entities are good operators, right? Uh, so there's um, I, I I do not see any um, potential uh, disruptions or preferences uh, because we are a smaller company. The, the ship is a ship. It has to carry cargo from point A to point B, and this is what the client is willing to pay. Well, it's a very it, it's a very compelling story. So we're gonna uh, we're we're gonna end it uh, now. I hope hope to catch up with you in uh, in, in a few months and uh, continue this uh, this very interesting conversation. So I want to thank you, Thanos Vidakis, President, CEO, and CFO of Globus Maritime Limited. Uh, so thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. Thanks.